0: You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast with your host, Mimi Footnip. That's me, yours truly, your pedal pumper and podcaster. <laughs> and uh, wow, what do you think of the music? So I have to start the show today with a huge shout out to a subscriber and listener named Riker. And he contributed and created the music for the podcast. And I've gone back and tried to add it to all the previous episodes. I love it. It starts with my Jeep Big Red cranking and turning over. And I think it's just the most perfect way to start this podcast. So I hope you love it as much as I do. I think it really gives the podcast like a legit podcasty feel to it. So I'm, excuse me, I'm super excited. Thank you so much, Riker. And today on the podcast, we're going to talk about more pedal pumping origin stories. Keep them coming. Keep sending me your pedal pumping stories, how you got into pedal pumping, your early pedal pumping memories, your highlights, best experiences with the fetish. You can always email me at memefootnip at gmail.com. My email is open. I may not reply or I may not reply right away. Keep listening to the podcast. I'll try to address everyone's emails in an episode. I am prioritizing folks who are subscribed to my OnlyFans or to my Avian stars or, you know, who buy customs from me or or tip me that kind of thing those who show financial support let's just get down to brass tacks I want to um, give priority to the people who are supporting me and really making this happen and keeping the lights on for me in the pedal pumping world in my little pedal pumping world anyway if it weren't for your financial support I wouldn't be able to dedicate as much time to this so thank you thank you I want to um, try to you know, share those emails first and eventually hopefully I can get through to everybody. So just keep listening. And if you are a subscriber and you email me, be sure to include your username for your the OnlyFans or Avian Stars. Let me know where you're subscribed to me and what your username is there so I can connect who you are. Often your email will have like a different username than than what you use on the subscription site. So anyway. Got all that out of the way, all the housekeeping. Let's get into some emails. We're going to first hear an email from Riker, and then I'll respond to that. But before we do that, let's take a quick break. All right, I'm back, and I'm going to read this email from Riker. He says, Hey there, I thought it would be a good time for me to be a bit vulnerable and share a bit of my pedal-pumping journey. Feel free to ask questions, share on your cast, or I'm more than willing to share live as and when you think that's a good idea. Regardless, my hope is you enjoy it. Peace. Riker's pedal Journey Part 1 While I can't identify that the exact time when I knew I discovered that I had this fetish, I can say that I have always had a fascination with women's feet, especially in sandals. I grew up in the 70s when platform wedge sandals and espadrilles were a huge thing. I remember finding myself attracted to them and feeling aroused when I noticed them for periods of time. Women who painted their toes were also a huge turn-on. There wasn't a lot of diversity of color back then as women either went natural or painted their toes red. To this day, I have noticed that for me, my preferred shoe is still an espadrille sandal and my color of choice is red. I do remember riding home from my friend's house after sleepovers. I sat in the back seat of the station wagon and had a bird's eye view of his mom's feet working the big gas and brake pedals. She wore a white slingback espadrille sandal with nylons and natural toes. I watched in glee as her toes would scrunch and push out from beneath the wide white strap when she pushed down hard on the gas or brake. I found myself getting hard. My friends, who were just getting into women, mentioned boobs and other private areas, but none of them mentioned anything like this. I kept the idea to myself. I didn't want to be labeled as weird. Later, I started to discover women driving on TV. Shows like Charlie's Angels and Chips often had pedal shots when the female stars were in some sort of danger. This damsel in distress notion, the emotions that went with it, and the shots of sandal-clad feet on the pedals was exhilarating. I remember one episode of CHIPS, Valley Go Home, where two women driving an MG to the beach experience a brake failure. There were multitudes of shots of the blonde slamming the brakes in rainbow crisscross slides. I tried to hide my erection, but I'm pretty sure I lost it. To this day, that scene has been one of my favorites, and I have added in extra pedal shots through the magic of editing. Sadly, there was never enough pedal content to satisfy my curiosity or needs, so I began to draw comics about pedal adventures. I wasn't the best artist, but the process of creating a pedal story that included the things that excited me was intoxicating. Like what I saw on TV, the stories had a damsel-in-distress element, cranking, brake failure, stuck gas, and even plain rotor pedals. I remember first drawing them on legal paper and then going back to color them in with markers. In the end, I had a ton of them and used them for inspiration. Later in life, I would come back to that idea, and sadly, I am not any better as an artist as I was when I was 14. Finally, when I got enough courage, I experimented with creating this fantasy myself. I bought a pair of white espadrille wedges like my friend's mom and wore some nylons. I would sneak out late at night and play with them in my father's Oldsmobile station wagon. I acted out what I drew, and the rush was intense. Still, I felt somewhat ashamed and alone. Was I the only one who felt this way? Was there something wrong with me? To be continued. Thank you so much, Riker, for sharing this. What an incredible story. So. It's my impression that you also create pedal pumping videos because you also sent a YouTube link. I appreciate your vulnerability there There's nothing really sexier than somebody being vulnerable and opening opening up and and showing you know who they are and what's in their heart. so I appreciate that. Thank you. I think it's interesting that a lot of the details of what a person comes to love about a fetish tend to be the, the details that were present from a very young age, like the red toenail polish or the wedge espadrilles or you know, a certain type of car in some cases. I also wonder if, in popular culture, if there were more references to men kind of going gaga over feet instead of only just breasts and and butts and things like that. You know, like, there's so many cultural and, and social references that we absorb in very young childhood that tells us, like, what kinds of things are acceptable to, to ogle over. And it seems like feet are really never, at least in my awareness, like I don't ever remember getting any kind of messages like direct or indirect messages about men being attracted to feet. Had I known, oh my gosh, like I said in the last episode, had I known that like pedal pumping was a thing, it would have, my life would have been completely different, I think. Pedal pumping combined with the internet 20, 20 to 25 years ago, I think would have been um, life changing for me, but no regrets just moving forward. I'm going to try to let go of my sadness about, about what i that I've missed out on so much over the years, but here I am now. So yeah, I feel like it's interesting that you had these early experiences and felt kind of like, I don't know, you didn't want to be labeled as weird. So you didn't really share with anyone, like your friends, like I can imagine, you know, teenage boys or adolescent boys sitting around talking about girls and and boobs and whatever else, and probably, you know, a few of them were thinking, yeah, she's got really pretty feet, but nobody would, you know, dare speak up like that, and I'm just curious why as a culture when foot fetish in particular is like the most prominent and prevalent fetish, why it's not referenced more or maybe it is and it, it's like I'm not catching on I, I don't know what do you guys think you know and I asked in an earlier episode too about movies and if you think that pedal pumping is placed in movies deliberately as like a sexualized you know like eh, it's a little sexy experience or if it's like the director the, the, the screenplay writer writes in those scenes completely oblivious to how it impacts certain men and perhaps certain women and perhaps certain non-binary folks too I don't know in my experience so far pedal pumping seems to be a fetish in the realm of men or people who identify primarily as men although I I know some pedal pedal pumping creators who are non-binary and I also know a lot of guys who do their own pedal pumping. And you mentioned that Riker, and I really would like to get into that and kind of um, drill down a little more, like because I've heard this from a lot of people that they, in lieu of having a, a partner or, or a friend to do fetish play with, like pedal pumping play, they will put on some women's shoes or nylons or whatever you know, depending on on whatever they like, kind of their thing is pumps and act out pedal pumping in fact on Instagram there's several accounts that are men pedal pumping and it's usually short video clips and mostly photos and I wonder as a viewer participating in in that yourself I'm just curious your experience of that does that feel different than watching someone else do it is it more interesting or, or erotic that you're actually participating in it do you feel like there's this feminine side of you that is the damsel in distress or that plays that role during that time do you masturbate while you're doing it I, I'm just so curious do you film yourself and then watch the films back and feel sexually aroused or masturbate I assume that men are masturbating to pedal pumping. If I'm wrong about that, let me know, because it's not something I've ever asked directly. But I assume that that's what's going on when these videos are being being watched. I also want to explore more with you, Riker, um, the damsel in distress thing. And what, if you could tell me, like, more specifically, more descriptively, what it is about that that you find arousing or what you think and granted you may not know but like what you think it is that is appealing universally it seems to so many men about a damsel in distress and are you in that scenario like as the hero that saves her or are you also like as a passenger in the passenger seat or in the back seat as a passenger kind of helpless She's in control of the car, but then she's not really in control and you're just like a helpless bystander. Is it that like anxiety and panic that's arousing that some people feel like those kinds of feelings can equate to arousal? Or is it more like the hero, you know, you're going to swoop in and save her and save the day? Or is it none of those Is it something completely different? I'm trying to understand the damsel in distress fetish a little more. And it's also interesting to me because damsel in distress is actually a banned word or banned phrase on avian stars. So... Banned phrases are usually things that are considered like dangerous or immoral, or you know, things like child porn. You know, like that's a banned. That would be banned. Um, You can't advertise like underage, like teen sex or something like that. That would be, that would be banned. And but, damsel in distress is also a banned word on Avian Stars. Which I, I so I'm curious, like, what's the dark side and. I mean, obviously, as I've talked about in in the last episode where I kind of ponder break failure, is there like an element of violence involved? Is that problematic? I just would like to solicit more points of views and more... Ideas about break failure, and also your intimate experience with it, your personal experience. What about it? If you could pinpoint what's arousing about it, and like what's happening in your mind and body as you're fantasizing or watching a video of um, break failure or damsel in distress i'm also super intrigued by your drawings you sent me a drawing i wish i could like share it with the audience somehow but being that this is a podcast i really can't but what an amazing and detailed story you know like you've written it out in kind of like a storyboard cartoon way um let's see if i can kind of describe it one second you guys okay so in this picture it's like a it says used car in the first the first square it says what a great day to drive in my new car and it's this woman and she says i mean it's not a perfect car but i got such a good deal and she puts the key in the ignition and she looks like she's wearing like maybe an espadrille, like it's a slide, some kind of a slide sandal. And she puts her foot on the gas pedal and it says, you actually draw really nice feet. (laughs) The feet are really pretty. And she's saying, the car's saying, or yeah, it looks like And then she's saying, come on, baby, you can start for me. And the car's going, and she's saying, come on, come on. And it's like click whirr. And then she starts kind of going from like like her facial expression is goes from like hopeful to kind of worried to angry. She's and then this next one she says, come on, damn it. And you see her foot pressing down, and it's like whir, 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 and it's like she's really struggling. And then it looks like finally it starts, it's like whir, whir, whir. And she says, "Aha! All right, let's go. Vroom, scree." And then there's like a shot from outside the car. You can see like the the tail end of the car kind of whizzing off, and then the front end of the car. It almost looks like a jeep. Actually, the grill that you've drawn looks kind of like a jeep. (laughs) And then you draw the speedometer showing she's like going over fifty, and then a full body shot of her in the passenger seat saying "Hmm," and the car's going vroom. And more pedal shots, and then it says, "Yeah, faster!" And you can see the accelerator and the speedometer is she's hitting sixty, and her foot again on the gas, more gas pedal shots, and then she's saying, and her eyes kind of are are closed. She looks very satisfied at the last, the final shot. It's like, hmm, she's kind of like like satisfied that she got the car started after after quite a struggle. Um, it's a great, it's a great drawing. It's a great cartoon. I, I wonder if this is one from the archives from when you were 14, or if this is something that you created later, but it's fantastic. I really love it. If there's a way for me to share this, I don't know, maybe on my website. I don't know if, how you'd feel about being that vulnerable and sharing your art, your pedal pumping art, but it's fantastic. I really love it. <laughs> I wish you drew one of me. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's really, really cool. I also wonder, you know, did have you ever shared these with anyone? Like, I mean, obviously you shared it with me and I'm sharing it with the podcast audience, but have you ever shared these in forums or other places? I, I just think it would be cool to know where people could see more of them. <sighs> so I think with that, I feel pretty satisfied. I pretty, I feel pretty satisfied with that story and the fact that, you you're an artist you like to draw I also do a lot of art I do a lot of painting haven't done a ton of painting recently but I it's definitely my thing as well in lieu of painting I've been doing a lot of video editing and video creating and I think you guys know why all right so we'll stop here for today if you have a pedal pumping story that you'd like me to read on the podcast or you want to share your origin story of how you got into pedal pumping or if you have insights or answers to any of my questions, I feel like this this podcast is a kind of a big dialogue between me pondering pedal pumping and going, hmm, I wonder why or how's this or I wonder what, what, what that's all about. And then you guys email me with answers and it's fantastic. I feel like I'm learning so much. Uh, it's this podcast is really helping me grow as a creator in terms of my giving me like a much deeper understanding of of the fetish, and it really makes it all the more satisfying for me. All the more, um, how do how would I say it? Like it makes it all the more uh, like I, I feel like I can connect. I feel like i can connect more with you as the viewer through your stories and through my understanding of what you're experiencing you know i know what my experience of pedal pumping is i know what i enjoy and how i kind of get off on it but i don't know you know for you what it's like i don't know what it's like to be you so i love hearing about it i love that you're willing to share with me please keep doing so it's a true it's truly an honor to be able to you know hold your vulnerability and just kind of like hold space for that and honor it and I, it's a it's a real privilege so thank you thank you thank you and with that we'll wrap see you guys next week same time same place thanks for listening